Good evening, everybody. It is 6.50 p.m., November 8, 2023. Um, please forgive me if you can hear a background noise in this episode because I have changed environments and right now I'm um, with a group of people, but in a week I am, will be moving into my own apartment. Um, but today, we are going to talk about the importance of maintaining boundaries while in recovery and boundaries in addiction recovery. Now, I did this differently. These are two articles I combined in one um, because I found them very interesting and I'm learning more and more every day that boundaries is an issue that's occurring with relapses because people are not letting go of old places, things, and playgrounds. So that's why I decided to do this podcast to talk about boundaries and where we need to be at with them and how to learn how to put them in place. So let's start out with boundaries in addiction recovery. How we feel in any kind, any interaction is our best indicator for knowing, knowing when to set a clear boundary. Alcohol and drug addiction takes a toll on our relationships, especially on our families. When a loved one attends addiction treatment, begins learning how to stay clean and sober and focuses on reclaiming their life from addiction. Their relationships with other people require rebuilding too. Healing relationships in recovery takes a concerted, which means planned or carried out or coordinated effort on everyone's part. Addiction can fuel many fear-based behavior patterns and other dysfunctional interaction in families, including the need to control others, perfectionism, hanging on to resentment, or behaving like a martyr, which is a person who is killed because of their religious or other beliefs. A first step is for everyone, the recovering addict or alcoholic, family members, and loved ones to focus on establishing and maintaining healthy boundaries in their interactions and communications with one another. Here are some frequently asked questions about healthy, supportive, and resilient relationships in recovery from addiction. What is a boundary? 
personal boundaries are physical and or emotional limits that people set for themselves as a way to safeguard their overall well-being. Healthy boundaries help people define who they are as a way to ensure relationships are safe, supportive, and respectful. Unhealthy boundaries are thoughts or behaviors used as a means to manipulate or control relationships to keep people away. Spanning a continuum that runs from too intrusive at one end to too distant at the other end. Roquelk Lerner, a popular speaker and trainer on family dynamics, codependency, and addiction recovery, captures the meaning of boundaries in the simple statement. What I value, I will protect, but what you value, I will respect. Why is it important to have a personal boundaries? Our boundaries are based on our personal values and needs, giving us the space to express who we are as individuals and what's most important to us. They also provide personal guidelines for communicating to others how we operate and what behaviors are acceptable and unacceptable to us. Can boundaries work in a codependent relationship? Yes, it is possible to set and maintain personal boundaries in a codependent relationship, but it takes practice. Here's why. why. Our values and needs become blurred and enmeshed, which means entangled, in codependency. We don't know where we end and the other person begins. In codependency, we focus on how someone else can meet our needs rather than focusing on how to take care of ourselves. It's important to understand that being self-focused is not about being selfish. It's about self-care. When we practice self-care, whether that is getting enough sleep, good nourishment, exercise, connection with others, and spiritual growth, we are more rationally and respond to situations thoughtfully. We are impelled to the more present, empowered to be, to be more present in the relationship with others. <coughs> I'm sorry about that. <coughs> Especially with codependent relationships, it's important to remember that when we set personal boundaries, we are only making rules for ourselves, which gives others the power to decide how they want to interact with us. Our live ones are free to set their own boundaries, which provides opportunities to negotiate relationships parameters, which means statistics, based on one another's values and needs. 
what is the role of boundaries in toxic relationships? Toxic relationships involve behaviors that cause emotional and or physical harm to one another. These relationships are often marked by intense shame, dishonesty, physical and emotional abuse, and severe manipulation. There is a disregard for one another's values and needs, and boundary violations are rampant in such toxic situations. Any kind of relationship can become toxic, and while the negative behaviors can peak during an active addiction, they can continue into recovery. This critical to closely monitor and evaluate any relationship that could be considered toxic in order to ensure your safety and ongoing wellness. What are some examples of setting healthy boundaries? An addiction recovery. There are clear-cut situations where boundaries are needed immediately, such as abusive situations or when violence is present. And there are other situations where you may not realize the need to set limits because violations might be subtle. For example, we might justify someone's inappropriate behavior, blame ourselves for things that are not our fault, feel shame, or doubt our decision-making abilities. How we feel in any interaction is our best indicator for knowing when to set clear boundaries. Here are some examples of questions you might ask yourself to, to gauge your feelings to something, I'm sorry. Is your stomach in a knot? Maybe you know that this is situation isn't good for you. Are you feeling angry or resentful? Perhaps too much is being asked of you, or you are asking too much of yourself, and you need to say no in a kind way. Are you feeling confused? Maybe you are feeling manipulated and need to take some time to figure out whether you want to be involved. Each situation is different. For instance, as a landlord, I may decide I am not willing to allow pets or smoking in my rooms. However, pet is a therapy dog. I will resent I will rent to its owner because it's necessary for the renter to function well. <clears throat> Let me, yeah. However, if a pet is a therapy dog, I will rent to its owner because it's necessary for the renter to function well. In personal relationships, our values guide our boundaries. Here are some examples of setting boundaries in recovery from alcohol or drug addiction. If my loved one, addicted or not, asks me to lie for her, I need to think about how I feel about myself when I lie. Because 
my value system says it's not good for me to lie. I will refuse that request. If I have a loved one in recovery or a family member who is a patient in an addiction treatment program, I will think about the way whether my use of alcohol or my relationship with them is most important to me and act accordingly based on my own values. If I am addicted to alcohol, I will think about which is more important, my sobriety or attending a family function where everyone will be drinking. If I decide to attend, I will plan in detail how to protect my sobriety. I may go just for a short while. I will have a plan for how to leave and what to do in order to prevent relapse. What's the first step for setting boundaries? Begin by asking yourself, what is my motive for setting this boundary? This can be a difficult question in your loved one if your loved one has drug or alcohol addiction because you'd likely be consumed with their needs, feelings, and well-being during active addiction and not as in touch with your own feelings, needs, and well-being. Likewise, if you are in recovery from addiction, it's important to recognize your motives for establishing clear boundaries so you can readily identify any early warning signs of thoughts or behaviors that could lead to relapse. If you have learned to practice self-focus and you are confident your motives is about self-care and not to change or control others, then you are ready to set healthy boundaries. What's the best way to communicate boundaries? Al-Anon says it best. Say what you mean, mean what you say, just don't say it mean. In other words, manners matter when communicating your boundaries with others. We think better of ourselves when we are direct, honest, and respectful. And when we aren't confrontational, others are more likely to listen. Talking about our feelings and sharing our personal needs can put us in a vulnerable state. In order to remove the fear of judgment and assumptions, use I statements. Stick to the facts and keep the conversation about your experience rather than focusing on the other person. An example might be, I feel lonely when I am by myself. On my birthday, followed by, I would really like to spend my next birthday with you, or maybe I will arrange a get-together next year. I statements are less likely to provoke a defensive response but remember, the purpose of setting boundaries is to let someone know you not you are not okay with their behavior. The person who's impacted by the boundary may still react. If you are setting a healthy boundary from a place of self-care, you will be better able to acknowledge the reaction, but not try to fix it. And that was the first part of um, boundaries and recovery.
and then I want to read this right quick. <clears throat> the little second one that I did. Just to kind of follow along because I like this one too. So, importance of maintaining boundaries while in recovering. Creating healthy boundaries with friends and family is an important part of your recovery journey. However, some may see your dependence on substances as a flaw that can be fixed with willpower and determination and therefore neglect your needs to manage addiction healthily. healthily. Why should you establish boundaries? Establishing and adhering to strict boundaries is an essential part of the process. It can involve staying away from people, places, and things. Maintaining control over your environment is an important tool to your toolbox. Some reasons include to stay active. The changes that occur in the brain as a result of using substances make it difficult for an individual to grasp the concept of self-control. Establishing healthy limits and sticking to them will help you stay active and engaged in life. Avoiding any substances will help establish healthy relationships with other people which can promote connection and healthy outlooks on life. To improve mental health, substance use can be linked with poor mental health. Establishing healthy boundaries and sticking to them can help improve your mental health and restore your confidence when you start feeling better. You can start doing better. This is a great step towards a higher quality of life combat stress and depression. Stress and depression are two common mental health issues associated with substance use. Establishing healthy boundaries can help reduce stress and depression. Taking care of your mental health is important when getting sober and staying sober. Have a sense of purpose. While in active addiction, it can be difficult to know what your purpose in life is. Finding something that you are passionate about, again, can create that lost purpose. Establishing a boundary and sticking to it will give you a clear sense of direction and help you find your place. Having a clear idea of your values and goals will establish healthy limits and know when you have achieved them. Setting SMART goals can boost your self-esteem and give you a clear picture of your progress. Be more empathetic. Establishing healthy boundaries can help you understand how your action may affect others. This can help you feel more empathy Establishing boundaries can help also help you see things from the other person's point of view. Boundaries support structure. 
Establishing healthy boundaries and adhering to them will give you more structure in your life. Regardless of whether you are in recovery or simply want to lead a healthier lifestyle, creating and following boundaries is essential to providing the necessary structure to achieve your goals. Boundaries to gain more confidence. Self-doubt is one of the main issues facing people in recovering. Establishing healthy boundaries and adhering to them can help you gain more confidence, especially if you are used to relying on substances for confidence. Getting back out there and participating in the community can help you build connections and strengthen your confidence. Gaining your confidence back can help you reduce your desire to use substances. Boundaries to experience life to the fullest. In the same way that addiction can make you less empathetic, substances can also make you less connected to the world. Establishing healthy boundaries and adhering to them can help you experience life and make the most out of it. <coughs> Excuse me. Boundaries can also help you determine how much you need to relax and how much you need to participate. Establishing boundaries and sticking to them will help you make the most out of your life. Breaking the cycle of addiction is not easy. The necessary change to maintain sobriety and a healthy lifestyle requires some determination. Establishing healthy boundaries and sticking to them will be worth it in the end. You are worth the fight and deserve a life of peace and serenity. What are some examples of healthy boundaries? Ultimately, boundaries are necessary for helping you and your family and friends put your recovery needs first. They protect your recovery by establishing what you can and cannot allow. Some ways to get started with setting boundaries include know the difference between empower and enable. Sometimes family and friends think they are helping and really they're enabling and preventing you from gaining a self-sufficient lifestyle. Learn to say no. It's not about their feelings. If you deem a situation as being a threat to your sobriety, say no. Create a safe environment. If you live with others that partake in substances, Ask them not to bring them into the house or at least keep them out of places where they are easily accessible. Participate in peer-supported activities. Continuing to find a community of peers that share your experiences will strengthen your support structure. It will also help hold you accountable and reinforce You just stay firm, firm on your boundaries.
boundaries play a significant role in the recovery journey. When you establish boundaries, you create a safe environment that supports your needs. <clears throat> now, I wanted to read that because boundaries is very, very important in recovery. If you don't set them, it's very possible that you will suffer a relapse or whatever. In my recovery, I'm a four-year, three-month clean recovering addict. My clean date is July 2nd, 2019. And I've had to be so, so, so very picky about my boundaries. I have done drugs and alcohol for 20 plus years. And tried several, numerous times to quit. But I kept putting myself in them old places things, people, because I do not set boundaries. Don't do recovery without boundaries and lots and lots of support and love. Please check me out, Angela Dowling, on Facebook, and also was a addict, hashtag was a addict, recovery group on Facebook. I'm so glad you are listening to me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And being that um, Thanksgiving is coming up very soon. Um, if y'all would like any topics or anything y'all would like to um, for me to share, please look me up on Facebook. Leave a comment. Um, Angela Dallin, once again, was a addict recovery group. Thank you, and I hope everyone has a great rest of the night. God bless.